0: So the group is back together. Ow, 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 ow. Plus, Mia had a very lucrative run in with cash, and Shauna is on the run because of some cash. Oh boy. Oh boy. This is not good, y'all. This is not good. <laughs> but we'll talk about that and so much more on this episode of He Got Y'all. Let's get into it. What up, beautiful people? Welcome to He Got Y'all, the podcast for fans of black TV shows, past, present, and in the pipeline. I am your host with the mediumist, Malcolm Smith. Thanks for joining me today. So uh, thank you for waiting. I appreciate it. We are a little tardy for the party, a little Kim Zolciak, a little Shiba Sharay perhaps both work for this occasion. Um, but yes, I have been just in a whirlwind of here, there, everywhere, I uh, was in Dominican Republic last weekend, so we didn't get an episode last week because I was trying to get to DR, and then episode this week is a little late because I was getting back from DR. But thank you for waiting. I do appreciate it. Um, and, yeah, hopefully you had a nice Labor Day. I feel like this time of year is really when things truly begin to ramp up a lot. Like, even if you've worked all through the summer, And if you don't have kids, or if you're not going back to school, something about that September, Labor Day energy feels like, damn, bitch, we're really back in it. Like, the fun is over. It's time to really get back to work. Well, not all the way over. You got to make time for fun, but you get what I'm saying, right? Okay, cool. So anyway, let's get into this week's episode. Let's not waste any time. Um, I do also want to say that... Should I say it now or should I say it later? I think I'll say it later. I feel like if I say it now, it'll uh, ruin the momentum of what is going on in the show. But, no, we didn't need you to repeat, honey. Um, but, yes, uh, I'll, I'll explain all at the end. But I am very tired. I just woke up from a nap. Literally took a nap to record this podcast because I was like, baby, if you just go straight through the whole day, you're not making it. So, if i have a little uh, quiet storm, you know, Jill Scott, you know lit after dark voice on right now it is not by uh (laughs) choice it is because my vocal cords have not warmed up because i've been asleep for the past two and a half hours but here we are but what i was saying was i need to add something behind me um sorry not to be producing this show while talking to y'all but hell it is what it is all right uh this works yes this is truly unconventional and like podcasting you're not really supposed to talk over beds and instrumentals but listen I come from a background in radio and I can't I can't talk over silence today because my energy is just not high enough and I need I need I need the beat behind me look at that already more energy ow and what a perfect song all right so let's get into this week's episode um so Thursday night 7 days ago now went down the season finale of rap shit And, uh, yeah, lots of things to discuss. So, episode opens up, Mia and Shauna are still beefing. Well, I don't know if they was beefing, because, you know, it was really more of Mia being mad at Shauna, and then Shauna not being happy that Mia was, um, sorry, I just got distracted, I just saw somebody. (laughs) Um, so episode opens up, Mia and Shauna are still beefing, well, I don't know if they was beefing, because can the only beef if it's one-sided. I don't know if it works like that, <laughs> but Mia is actively ignoring Shauna's attempts to get in touch with her. She's trying to FaceTime. She's trying to call. She's trying to uh, send paper planes with notes written on them, and Mia is not accepting any of it, which I completely understand, because we didn't get to talk about it last week, but that rap, that freestyle, I said Miss Mama's what is this like <laughs> what are you doing it was so bad and so cringy and i hate watching shows or watching characters on tv and having secondhand embarrassment for them i mean you know from a writer perspective it's great because i really feel for these people but just as a a, a viewer a eyewitness a bystander i'm like shauna why would we do this this is so embarrassing And to back Mia's point up, girl, what was the point of rehearsal? Because if you were not going to do what we rehearsed, we did not have to waste time rehearsing. Like, we could have just slept in and got up this morning and just did whatever the fuck we wanted to do. So I get why Mia's upset. Because in the words of Beyonce, why would I make more notes when my previous notes have not been applied? Why would I perform with you again when 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 what we rehearsed the first time was never actually done? So, I get it. I get it. So... Mia's quiet on that. She ends up going out with Alicia and Nelly, and they run into cash. The man that spilled the drink on her at the James Harden party. And I, and I, first of all, got to give love to Dominique Perry. Dominique, who plays um, uh, Nellie on this show, also played Tasha on Insecure. You know, we know we love Dominique because she's truly been clearing these scenes, <clears throat> Uh, Speaking of clearing these scenes, my goodness. I am truly, really waking up. (laughs) I don't know if you all can tell, but it feels like it is 5 a.m. for me. But, yes. um, So, yes. Dominique Perry clearing these scenes, which, from an actor standpoint, as a thespian. I'm like, all right, Dominique, you better do it. Because uh, in the... Did y'all see Issa on Drink Champs? So, Issa was on Drink Champs, which, my goodness, I still have not finished. Because the past... Two weeks have just been, like I said, all over the place for me. But I started it. It is really good. I need to finish it, actually, probably tonight. But on there, Issa was talking about how Dominique auditioned for the role of Mia, but it just ended up not really working in that capacity, and she ended up getting casted as um, Nelly. And I said, this is really a good, important lesson for a lot of people because especially in this actor, theater, Hollywood world, where people are always trying to get the biggest part or the biggest role, you know, the role with the most lines and as most visible, which, you know, has its perks, you know, here and there. But, baby, the way that Dominique is... First of all, I don't see Dominique playing um, Mia as much as I love her as an actress. I don't see her playing Mia. And then second, it's not always about the biggest role or the role with the most lines because she is knocking this role out of the park. So, yes, one time for Dominique Perry in my mind i mean as someone that has done a, a, a enough acting in my day sometimes those are the best roles like i think people think oh you want to be the lead you want to have the most lines and the biggest part and yada 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 Mm-mm. no shade and i don't mean no shade by this at all but give me the Andel wilkerson part like i do not mind playing the best friend a couple of funny one-liners how many scenes are in this episode eight how many am i in three i'm still getting paid the same Boom. Let's do it. (laughs) Like I do not need all of the extra heavy lifting. So in the words of Laurel and dream girls, was it Laurel? I think it was Laurel. And she was like, Oh, who cares? uh, Effie, let Dina do all the work. Now, while I'm a team player and I will play fair and equally, and I like to distribute weight. If you're going to have, you know, somebody doing a little bit more than me, I don't mind if we all going to get the same result. So yes. Anyway, so, shout out to Dominique Perry, who was just clearing all of them scenes. But, this friend group, I think Mia's going to have to drop them. I don't know about these girls. Like, I like them... Well, do I like them, or are they funny? They remind me of those girls that I knew growing up that were just, like, too wrapped up in their own localness to really appreciate anything else of the world. It's like, damn, girl, you never go off 125th? Like, you never been outside of Fordham? Like... And if you haven't, that's one thing, but to be actively so anti-everything else, and I'm like, I don't know Mia, you might have to drop these girls to really expand your horizons because they're not, they're not really there, like I need them to be there for you Talk about, you want us to pull up to the Plymouth to pop on Shauna Why are we popping? Why are we popping on Shauna for? Like, I get it, y'all don't like this girl, y'all get it, I get it, she's annoying to y'all, I get all of the boxes y'all are checking all of them, but we tussling why are we tussling like i don't understand so there's a certain level of element to this friend group that i enjoy but there's another part where i'm like i don't know if this is really 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 the girls that you need to have in your corner at all times but then again there is something about having those childhood friends that knew you before you got all high to keep you in check Hmm. and sometimes you need some real bitches in your corner I don't know I will say very random one time um, I was working at a place where Jennifer Lopez came and she came to do an interview and she really rolled up with like some real Bronx girls like it was very clear like oh y'all just hopped off the 4 train or the 6 train that's probably more appropriate but you know and I I really appreciated that because I was like oh you really you really have your core group of girls behind you now I'm not going to hold you there was a level of chaos or ridiculousness where I was like okay I don't really think y'all need to be carrying this energy this early in the morning at this radio station for Jennifer Lopez but as a real New York motherfucker I was like okay I appreciate the energy so I get it I get it but I don't know about these girls we'll have to see moving forward but moving on so Mia and and this man cash are out there at dinner they talking they flirting and actually this is very cute like i didn't oh, all right i'm not gonna lie to you all i didn't really really remember what this man looked like from the first time he popped up on the show cash like it was just like a moment in passing for me but last night just all of them tight shots I, last night y'all know how i do but after seeing <laughs> in the episode and all of those tight shots i was like oh this man is very fine. like very 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 attractive And I will say that I have tried to stop lusting over men, well, people, but men on this show. But damn it, listen, I'm alive and these eyeballs work and I'm a comment on it. So, yeah, that man was very fine. So shout out to him. Uh, But they're out to dinner. Like I said, they're flirting. It's very cute. And then things begin to go a little wrong in my mind because... some girls come up they're trying to take this man's picture from like across the restaurant which is already bad enough as it is because mia you do not need to be photographed with this man is giving messy is giving shade room is giving you about to be on hot topics like you about to be all the better videos all on the stage all on the records and then the girls come over to take a picture with cash and they done asked Mia to get in the damn photo And Mia jumps in the photo. Big mistake. This is not your man. Like, we don't need any evidence right now. Like, we don't need this. Like, we're just trying to have a good time. Maybe get a little peen. You know, uh, she don't even know that these stacks are on the way. But there's some money coming into you. Her left palm is probably itching. Kushi was moist. Like, girl, let's just enjoy the times. But I don't, I I feel like this picture is going to end up really badly for her. Because Lamont is about to have some feelings. But we'll get back to Lamont in a minute. And no, she has nothing to hide, but just everybody mind their business. We don't need any photographic evidence right now. And then <laughs> the girl that's asking to take the picture talking about, wait, what's your name again? Y'all, as a society, as a people. Well, let me change this background for a minute. Very dramatic. Um, But as a society, as a people, we have to stop doing this. We have to stop. Seeing celebrities or what we perceive to be celebrities in the street, in public, at Target, at the gas station and being like, oh, my God, I love you. Can we take a picture? Click, 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 click. Wait, what's your name again? Because I have a friend. I have a friend who shall remain nameless. But I remember one day this friend posted a picture with Mark Lamont Hill. Y'all know Mark Lamont Hill, right? If not, hit your Googles. I'm sure you'll recognize his face. So my friend posted a picture of Mark Lamont Hill, like this is a couple years ago. And I replied to the story like, oh my God, I love him. I think this is around a time when, damn, was Mark still working at CNN? No, I think he had just left like HuffPost Live. And then he was working, um, oh, remember that VH1 show that they had him doing that was like, kind of like Watch What Happens Live? VH1 Live, that was the name of it. It was VH1 Live and he would come in like the Andy Cohen And be talking to Jocelyn and Stevie and all kinds of other random people from the Mona Scott universe. And I said, Mark Lamont Hill, I'm sorry, brother, but you were too smart for this. And then his whole thing was, he didn't say this to me, but through the TV, we talked. And he was saying that, well, you know, educated people watch these shows too. And I said, yeah, we do. But like, we need a certain level of not mess but Mark Lamont Hill just was not not that guy for me to be doing that but in any event she posted a picture with Mark Lamont Hill and I replied to the story like oh my god I love him why she gonna reply to me in the damn DM talking about what's his name again what's his name his name is you should not be taking this photo with him if you don't know who he is like y'all gotta stop this shit it's really getting out of hand but to my friend you know who you are moving on from there Maurice rings Shauna's line to let him know, excuse me, let her know that he was arrested. Shauna out here trying to delete the fucking trail of communication. Like, really trying to wipe the whole system of everything they've ever done, every conversation for this credit card scam. But Miss Mamas, Miss Mama's a little too late. It's a little too late for that because you're getting caught. (laughs) Like, even at this point of the episode. Before the police show up, spoiler alert, the police showed up at the end of the episode. But before the police showed up, I was like, sis, even two weeks ago when we talked, I was like, You're gonna go to jail, like you're not about this life, Shauna. So, yes, um, anyway, we'll get back to that in a minute. But she begins to panic, everything is just falling apart in Shauna's world, she hasn't heard from Mia. Maurice then gone on to damn. Rikers or whatever the hell they have in Miami <laughs> it's just not looking good and then she texts Clifford that she misses him and I can't I really can't like I really cannot because girl do you not remember what the fuck happened like he violated you like crazy which okay I'm not gonna lie as someone that knows enough people and enough relationships I don't believe in that ministry but people in the relationships be violating each other a lot a lot i've been a a a fly on the wall for too many conversations and i'm like ooh, i don't know if that was the way that this should have went down but again we was a fly on the wall for this situation and i don't feel like that was the way that that should have went down however i could take and i could understand an apology (laughs) I just thought of Sheree and Tyrone because I just watched Housewives last night and Sheree was like, no apology? You're going to come here with no apology? But listen, I understand if you're going to come in with a proper apology, maybe we can talk things through. Maybe we can work things out. But you violated me on live, on Blue Ivy's internet. I have nothing to say to you. I have no words for you. And like, apology or not, it's clipped. It's clipped because you played too aggressively. Like you got to get on live And apologize to me The same way you tried to violate me So yes let's open up this Instagram Let's swipe on over to the live section We're going to wait for some people to come into the live And then you can properly Apologize to me but At this point Shauna got bigger fish to fry So I don't know if I really see it for these two I do have a theory though but I'll save that for the end Because I feel like we might be able to use Cliff to our advantage But we'll get back to that so a little bit later, Chastity arranges a meeting with Mia and Shauna. She's like, "Y'all meet me at the park because we got some shit to discuss," and she pretty much tells them that she either that she can either manage them or really hurt them. There's really no in between because she the Duke and she know how everything moves in Miami. And Ain't nothing moving without the Duke. Which I'm not gonna lie, it was a very much like slapping her dick on the table for lack of a better term. But it was just like a little a little machismo, a little like, "All right, girl, like." i get it but come on now like you're not you're not sean combs out here you are not rick ross the boss you're not shook knight like you're not really captain of industry like that but you're trying to be and i respect it so in this conversation at the park the two of them um shauna and me apologize and you know shauna's basically like you know i'll check my ego i'll hold it down so on and so forth and it was a nice scene i'm not gonna lie it 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 was the conversation that needed to needed to happen. Which now in my mind, maybe Duke is a good manager. I don't know. I don't know. Because <sighs> she's able to restore peace between the girls in the group. That's not all a manager does, but I mean, a good manager needs to mediate, especially working with the group. Look at escape, look at SWV. I could go on and on. But you sometimes need the person to be the mediator to bring the girls back together. And I'll be damned, that's what she did. That is what Duke did. All right, you know what? Maybe she's a good manager. I don't know. But, or maybe good on the management team. Hmm, we'll see. But I don't know if I trust her though. There's still something about Chastity that I still feel is very... It's very murky. uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But they apologize. They kiss. They make up. And it is time to change this background again. I just got to change it like every couple of minutes. Like it's just a thing for me. So these two apologize. They make friends. They make amends. And same shit to be or shit seems to be (laughs) kind of all right. Fast forward a little bit later, we're at Mia's crib, and Lamont pulls up, and it seemed like, now, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seemed like he was pulling up to, you know, really be on some date shit, like, I felt like he was coming over with a bag, and was really, like, on some, oh, I'm coming over to kick it, kick it, kick it, and there was no just kicking it, there was no Tiny, no Candy, no Latasha, no Tamika, there was no kicking it for Lamont, Ah. <sighs> And in this scene, Mia stressed me out as much as Shauna has been stressing me out for most of the season. Because this is some rookie-ass shit, Mia. Why are you cutting off your old dick before you've been even properly introduced to the new one? Baby girl, whatever you want. You can have whatever you want right now. You're supposed to be playing double dutch for at least a weekend. Like, if there was somebody... (laughs) To be getting familiar dick from your baby daddy possibly ex-boyfriend I don't even know what they were at the time but to be getting some familiar dick that you seem to be enjoying very much so and then to be getting money from this man who I will say if a man give you 10 12 14 16 stacks because that was a lot of money he handed over the fact that she had enough to break off to give to the girls and still had enough in her pocketbook, I said oh this man is going to like fuck the shit out of you girl like he is going to drop off dick and give you money and i just don't understand why we would be cutting off all of our resources at one time especially when we're living in a drought because listen mia i understand you know the checks or the the bands were nice from this guy but this is not your man this is not this is literally some fun in the sun and from the lamar perspective first of all he didn't came and I won't say rescued you because I don't like giving men the savior situation, but he really did come in a couple episodes ago and really did help pull her out of her rut. So it's like, you don't do nobody like that. <sighs> this was some dumb shit. Like <laughs> this is really stupid, really, really, really stupid. it's like, why are you, why are you being a dumb dumb? Why are you being, you giving lollipop, sis? You like, this is too, this is too dumb for me. Like. This second half of this episode the girls were really stressing me out because it was like one dumb thing after another after another but that's how you write good characters i guess so you know we have to let them be dumb but like i said he's coming over he's digging and donging he's at the front door and now you're like oh actually i don't think we should be together because i need to focus on what i'm doing and i don't want to get uh uh what's the baby name melody melissa i don't want to get melissa confused Melissa, not confused, sister. You're confused. You're the confused one. But (sighs) Baby Daddy Lamont goes about his day, goes on his way. And I think he's gonna be extra tight when he finds out why they broke up. Because let's not forget, like, we haven't seen a whole lot of Lamont's work shit lately. But Lamont is high key doing what he needs to do in the music production world. Like, you know, he's a good producer, he knows how to make some beats. So, I won't say that he might know this man, but I feel like shit's about to get messy. Shit's about to get very, very messy, and it's about to be Mia's fault. But they break up, if you want to even call it that, and Lamont goes on his merrily, merrily way. So, she done cut off the regular degular dick. Um, I forgot to mention this earlier, but Shauna and Francois have been you know kind of conversing this whole time and he's trying to put her on and again he's another one I don't trust he's in the same category as Jill from Spotify who we didn't see and the finale I'm kind of not disappointed but I was kind of looking forward to seeing how that was going to play out but I guess that might be some season 2 mess that uh you know you can't top all the storylines in the finale so I understand but I was I really did think we were going to see some more of you know fraudulent as Jill but we did not. But we did see Francois. And he has set it up to be, or set up the girls to be the opening act on Raina Rain's tour. I want to let you all know that I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate all of it. And here's why. Even in the earlier scene, first, shout out to Issa. We, I, we never talked about this here. But the marketing genius that is Miss Issa Ray to have that clip of Reina rapping and then put it on Twitter and make it go viral and use that as a catalyst for promotion for rap shit. I said, "Oh, well, this is smart because you you know exactly you know exactly the audience you're trying to talk to. And you know exactly what they are going to fuck with and not going to fuck with." Like the the clickbaity part of it was very smart. But yeah, I don't need to see this white girl rapping on my TV. I'm sorry, because it feels too close to modern day like it feels like i'm watching iggy azalea and i know that's the point like it's a little iggy azalea ish part of me wants to say kray but i feel like people liked kray but i don't really recall but it's uh it's very bad baby or as fear would say but had <laughs> and it's like i don't need to see this on my television but even the scene early in the episode where she was rapping was she rapping whatever she was doing early in the episode it was a scene where basically like just her straight to the camera and even that I couldn't even really get through it which is why I don't remember it because it was just so cringy and it was just so like oh get this girl off my TV I don't want to see this but (sighs) no I just can't and I get it like I get why the girls are going on tour with her it makes 100% sense in the business aspect of it but my morals My values will not let me go on tour with this Caucasian lady with cornrows. It just won't. Like, I just can't do it. I'm sorry. I don't know if maybe I don't want nothing that badly. Because I just feel like the ancestors would be like, bitch, are you kidding me? What are you doing? But, again, I get it. I get it. I get it. But I don't like it. But I understand it. And then we get to the final scene of the show where the police come to the hotel lobby looking for shauna and shauna's about to be arrested child and i said i fucking knew it i fucking knew it i knew it like (laughs) i'm not gonna lie though i did think when the trailer the trailer for this week's episode where shauna threw down the phone i really thought it was because maurice excuse me clifford jumped all the way out the window and put out that damn sex tape but that was not the case thankfully we do not have to roll up to the sty. We don't have to beat Clifford's ass, y'all. We can we can breathe easy. No G-train tonight. But the jail thing I saw coming, but the fact that it actually happened, I was like, damn, sis. Damn, sis. Cause you're too cute for jail. You were not built for jail. Now I'm not gonna lie, this might be problematic. If Mia was going to jail, I feel like Mia could hold her own. I feel like Mia get a rocket enough where she like, bitch the fuck? Like, we could fight. I'm sorry. I said I was going to stop doing those accents. And that one was even worse than all the last. But I feel like Mia's about enough where if she went to jail, she would at least last for 60 days. Remember 60 Days In on A&E? They had to stop doing that show because it started getting too hot. But I used to love 60 Days In. Oh, my goodness. Like, (laughs) there was one episode where the lady was like, I'm gluten-free. Like, I have a, a dairy allergy. It's like, girl, you in jail. Nobody gives a fuck about your allergies. But also, very good... That, you know, I appreciate it. Because you should, jail should not be that bad. Where if you have allergies, you can't fucking not have your allergies catered to. But I was like, miss, you trying to, she was just so damn sedative. Uh Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. But yeah, Shauna's not built for jail. Shauna is not built for jail. But it looks like she might be going to lock up. <sighs> In the words of Kelly, they're going to have to lock up brought up. Because you've done too much, sis. You've done too much there's nothing I can do for my sis now like that's it so yeah that's where we wrap up for season one of rap shits overall I really enjoy this season uh I'm I'm I really don't want to see this whole jail scenario play out next season with, with uh Shauna but <laughs> also <laughs> I don't want to see it play out But sidebar, did y'all see, did y'all watch after the credits, which is not something I normally don't do, but it was on last night. I had already watched it, but my best friend Ash was watching it. So the credits just kind of rolled through as we were talking about it. And then I did not realize that there was like, they did like a Marvel thing where there was something after the credits with Shauna running from the damn police. Sis, why Why do you think you can outrun the police in this fucking fashion over bodycon dress and some five-inch heels. Baby, where are you going to jail? That's where you're going. You're going to jail. So, yeah. But I will say, there's a certain level of physical comedy that I enjoy that doesn't really happen a lot on TV anymore, which is why I'm such a fan of, like, 90s sitcoms, because they will take a bit of a reach and do a little bit something more like slapstick and something not so joke 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 but like joke um physical comedy physical comedy joke shout out to my wife and kids shout out to atisha uh, campbell so in any event i like that we got to see shauna being just a little a little bit on the wild side but yeah so that's where we wrap up for this season so uh next season predictions is shauna going to jail I mommy mean, i don't know i don't know but it looks like she might be going to to the lockup is the tour going to happen again? I don't know because <sighs> should the tour happen is a real question. Cause I feel like f- financially for them and publicity, this will make a lot of sense, but I feel like I would lose respect for them. You know, like if this, if it was the city girls going on tour, with Iggy Azalea, I would be looking at them a little sideways. Like really girls, like this is what we had to do. I'd rather you just do a chitlin circuit tour and hit like, well, there's a there used to be a club here in New York called BB Kings, which was like where you would go to see not all the local people, but like the popping black artists that maybe not selling out Madison Square Garden but still have a big enough following to have people really show up for them. I think now like Sony Halls a popular one, but they might they might have just needed to do like a more local situation. But again, the visibility. Like is it worth going on a local tour if nobody knows who you are locally? I don't know. So, but yeah, so I'll, I don't really want this tour to happen, but I understand why it has to happen. So I'm kind of on the fence with that one. And then the other thing was, what is Cliff's major? Because Cliff might be what we need to protect Shauna. Is Cliff in law school? Because if Cliff is in law school and he's a lawyer or about to be a lawyer, he might be the one that can truly help save Shauna from going to jail all right now i'm not a user and i'm not an abuser but uh if we got to reconcile with this man just so that we can not be going to the lockup because now he owes her now he owes her okay you know what i think i I think i'm back on board with this clifford cliff hey boo hey so all of that shit we was talking a couple weeks ago about jumping you and pulling up and being at the, the last call on the G train at Bedford Nostrom, we was playing we was just playing, we was just emotional like Carl Thomas, we was so emotional because if Cliff can get me, excuse me, I keep mixing them up, if Cliff can get Shauna out of this situation he might be the real MVP and what, what Shauna needs right now is an MVP, for sure for sure, for sure, so alright, might be time to make friends and make amends and yeah we might have to call in a favor because like i said shauna and shauna noticed she ain't built for jail shauna is not built for jail so yeah that's where we're at for this week's episode that's where we're at for the first season of rap shit uh there's no word yet if they got picked up for a second season but i feel like it was a strong enough show also it was a streaming show so i don't think hbo was expecting the same amount of maybe numbers that a network show was getting but yeah, that's where we're at with that. So, looking forward to season two of Rap Shit. And, yeah, I think that is it. Let me do a little quick little overview of my notes just to make sure I didn't miss nothing. I don't think I did. So, that wraps up this week's episode. Um, all right, that's kind of anticlimactic. But that also wraps up this podcast. Yes. Uh, this will be the last episode of He Got Y'all. I don't mean for the season. I mean for Good. Here's the thing, you all. So I don't even want to make this like a super long thing and drag it out a whole lot, but uh this podcast originally was only really started a for two reasons. One, because I bought a microphone during the pandemic, and I said it was such an impulse buy. And I was like, Well, bitch, now you gotta do something with this because you just bought this fucking microphone. And I would sit in the closet of my mama and my daddy's house and (laughs) sit in the hot ass closet and do this podcast, and it was fun. And I loved it. And I still love it. Like, don't get it twisted. But uh, I don't have the time for this podcast now that I did two years ago. And that is just simply the truth. You know, in 2020, when it was peak lockdown and we were all stuck in a house, it was very easy to be like, I'm going to do this podcast. And it's not going to be any real heavy lifting for me because I'm working from home. And technically, the kind of job that I have, I truly can't really do from home. So I was just sitting at home and getting paid. Amen for that. I miss those days. But (laughs) um, yeah, it was a lot easier to balance it. And then season five rolled around a bit secure and the love was still there for the show. And I said, all right, we're going to do this again and made it work, made it work. And I really did enjoy doing it. And this go around, it has just been a little bit more work than I would like to admit. Honestly, you all. Yeah, this is this podcast. As much as I love it, it is like that pandemic, you know, boot thing that you had where, you know, he lived on 241st, you lived on 245th And you was like, oh, alright, well listen We're down a block from each other You know, we can fuck around every once in a while Like, it's not that serious, but, you know, we're having a good time And here we are, two years later Well out the woods, still with that nigga So, while this podcast is technically not that nigga It is a little on the I don't have the same time now That I did when I first started this So um, And yeah, I think it's really important to know When to step away from things Let things go I think you got to let go of something good to get something great. And the reason that I'm so tired is because I am slowly working my way up to something new. I don't even want to talk about it until it's like, you know, whatever. But juggling all of these things in my mind at the same time has really been like a clusterfuck. And my brain is very tired. And it just needs a moment to stop and recalibrate and to not do half ass shows. And I, as much as I love doing this podcast, as Devon can attest, <laughs> we were supposed to tape this episode like four different times. And each time I'd be like, bro, I'm exhausted. Sis, I can't do this. Boo. This week, not the week. And every week, it was just feeling like more and more and more and more and more. And I need less. I need a little less right now. So... Like I said, you got to set things free. If you love it, it'll come back. And who knows, one day, maybe way, way, way down the line, you know, because I really would like to do a podcast that really is about, you know, black TV shows and all that different kind of stuff. But I just truly don't think right now is the time for it. And I got to, uh, I got to put the headphones down and step away from the mic. Just a bit, just a bit. Uh, Also, one of the 48 Laws of Power that uh, this one always stands out to me is do not go past the mark you aimed for. In victory, learn when to stop and victory much like success is i think based on a case-by-case scenario i think the person in the position of is the one that has to determine if this was victorious if this was successful if this was what they wanted it to be honestly when i first started doing this podcast (laughs) i did not even tweet about it i think i maybe i think i might have just told my best friends Yeah, because Asha was the one that really put it on Front Street, and she put it up on Instagram. And then from that point, I was like, all right, well, bitch, now you got to promote the show because, you know, it's out there in the world. But truly, I had no desire to ever really promote this show. I was just going to do it. It was going to be my own little passion project, and it was going to be me just shooting in the gym as a host, as a personality, as a podcaster. But it's out, and people know about it, and I'm grateful that people know about it, and it's been really, really fun. But time for me to go it's time for me to get on up out of here so thank you for listening i truly appreciate it um if you want to keep in touch with me you can follow me on the grams on twitters at underscore hey malcolm the heat got y'all page will still be up for a minute i don't know what i want to do with it but i know for sure uh is this is this how oprah felt when she was leaving the show is this is, oh my god i feel like oprah wow this is crazy no but i i know in my heart of hearts that it's time to just truly focus on some other things and some other endeavors right now so that's that uh thank you for listening to every person that's ever tweeted commented told a friend listened to an episode listened to an episode and left something shady to say about it every single click every single every single interaction i'm grateful for i'm appreciative of i'm thankful for so that's where we wrap that up uh when rap shit comes back well you know shout out to chat shit you know they're over there you go listen to them but that is where we end our journey here together friends so thank you for listening i love you for listening um god willing we'll talk again soon you'll hear my voice sooner all right can i have some applause on my way out Can I have a little a little moment yes do it for me and give me an air horn i said give me an air horn yes all right y'all thank you for listening All right, stop, bitch. Damn. All right, this is too much. Thank you for listening. Love you for listening. We'll talk soon. Bye, y'all.